This is a podcast brought to you by The Stress Times and The Business Times. Welcome to Money Hacks, a podcast series by The Business Times and The Straits Times, where we break down actionable financial tips. This episode is brought to you by OCBC Bank. I'm your host, Chris Lim, and today we're talking about insurance. With us today is Navin Srigantan, a reporter at The Business Times who's 29 this year, and Kelvin Goh, OCBC Bank's Head of Investments and Wealth Advisory. Navin wants to make sure he's properly insured and wants to make sure that he hasn't overlooked anything. Hi, Kelvin and Navin. Welcome to the show. Hi. Navin, are you sufficiently insured? Well, I like to think so. Although I know some of my friends do not know much about insurance options out there. So I was hoping that OCBC will be able to answer that question. Well, Kelvin, Navin's probably right there because in agenda Feb 2019, franked by OCBC survey of 866 students and young working adults aged 16 to 29, only slightly more than half were aware of different insurance products and less than half considered themselves knowledgeable about insurance. Do you think there's enough awareness about insurance or are there still myths or misconceptions out there? Not everyone knows that you can actually purchase insurance from a bank. Basically, anybody can walk into the bank. What OCBC has done is that we've introduced OCBC Life Goals, which is essentially a form of planning. allows you to find out where are your potential gaps, where are potential liabilities. Using this analysis, the bank can provide a, a full-fledged service for anyone who is looking to expand on their protection needs. Well, many people are more familiar with buying insurance from uh, insurance agents referred to word of mouth by their friends or their parents, relatives especially since many of these insurance salespersons, I mean, people may know them personally, or they could be classmates, colleagues, or even army mates. What are the pros and cons of buying insurance from a bank versus buying from an independent insurance agent? I wouldn't say that there are strict pros and cons in that sense. When you buy from a bank, you are basically getting access to the overall branch network that the bank has. This is at least as compared to independent financial advisors. So as a full-fledged bank, we can provide the full suite of services, whether it comes to insurance, whether it comes to investments. And I think these are considerations that should be taken into mind as well. I think the overall key is that ultimately you have to find a professional advisor that you trust and that you can speak quite honestly about when it comes to looking at your financial goals. That'll probably be the crux of the issue. So buying an insurance plan through a bank will allow me to earn higher interest as well? Yes, I mean, as part of the OCBC 360 account, if you purchase certain eligible financial products, you will be eligible for a higher tier. So let's say, for example, if you were to buy a regular premium protection insurance with a minimum qualifying amount of $2,000, you can earn 0.6% of the first 35000 in your account balance. And subsequently, for the next 35000 you can earn 1.2%. But that shouldn't be just your base consideration. I think at the end of the day, back to my earlier point, we have to evaluate what are the needs, what are your protection gaps, and how we can structure a protection plan to take into account these liabilities before we go into things like the interest that you can earn from 360. It's an extra bonus, but it shouldn't be our main consideration. Sounds like the key point here is to be clear about your needs and then find an insurance salesperson, whether it's at the bank or someone independent, who can work with you to address those needs. But yes, if you buy insurance that fits the bill for OCBC 360 in terms of getting you a next interest here, yes, that's a bonus, but that shouldn't be your starting point. It should be get the needs right and then proceed from there. Now, if you like these tips so far, do subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app, Google Podcasts or Spotify, and like and rate us. Back to our conversation now with Kelvin Goh from OCBC Bank and Navin from BT, where we've been talking about insurance for young people. So how much and what kind of coverage should I have? 
Oh, Naveen, I think for someone of your age, one of the key considerations would be hospitalization insurance. And I don't think that's just on you per se, but for all Singaporeans. As many of you would know, in terms of medical expenses in Singapore, it's increasingly getting more and more expensive. So having hospitalization insurance plan would be one of the key things to be looking out for. On the same token, you also might want to add on certain riders that allow you to claim for the full hospitalization bill versus having to pay a certain amount of money, let's say $1,000 or $2,000. So that's just one part of the equation. I think the other one that would be very suitable for someone of your profile would be to ensure that you have enough critical illness coverage. Why is critical illness coverage important? Again, if you were to be afflicted with something, it's not the end of the world. But on the same token, you would still need to make sure that your living expenses are allocated for. So as a rule of thumb, you will want to ensure that your critical illness coverage is enough to ensure that even if you are not working, you are getting this amount of money and this amount of money should be equivalent to cover you for the next 7 to 10 years. And why is that so? By having this critical illness coverage on the assumption that you are no longer working and you are recovering from your illness, 7 to 10 years is a reasonable assumption. And that takes into account the fact that you are not working and normal living expenses are still being incurred, which is why that's the general rule of thumb. I'll just like to end off to say that in terms of insurance, it is really dependent on each and every person. For someone with no dependents and with very, very little liabilities, the need for insurance, or at least the need for a life insurance, may not be as critical as someone who has a family, who has dependents, and he needs to ensure that his dependents are taken care of because he's the sole breadwinner. So for a person of the second profile, insurance needs will be definitely much more complicated, and he has to make sure that his family members, his dependents are all well taken care of. So it sounds like I should be looking at life insurance plans when I get married. Definitely. And I think that's then between both yourself and your wife, you all will have to work out what are your liabilities and use their liabilities as a base to calculate how much protection, how much coverage is interneeded. Just to clarify, a rider is uh, sort of an addition, an add-on to yes. a plan to give you yeah. special kinds of coverage to make sure that a plan addresses your specific needs or to increase coverage in specific areas so that address your needs, right? That is correct. So uh, I can buy a basic life plan. If I add in a certain rider to have additional coverage, that's the additional component that you're referring to. So Kelvin, you made the point that insurance needs to be customised to your needs. Sufficient insurance only makes sense when you say sufficient to your specific needs. Hence, you mentioned riders, you know, critical illness. Do you need to add on a rider or make sure a particular plan has a specific kind of coverage and enough of that kind of coverage for your specific needs? But then you need to evaluate your needs, right? Are there any tools that might help your 29-year-old figure this out? Well, Chris, at OCBC, uh, we have tried to place all our resources when it comes to information, when it comes to planning. So uh, a lot of these are available on the OCBC.com website. They're also available on the Frank website as well. What we have done is that we have curated articles or we have curated information that we think is very, very important to all our clients. And all this information is readily accessible. Probably just to add on one point, uh, we also have initiated the OCBC Live Goals. And that is financial planner, so to speak, that allows you to derive your gaps, your goals going forward, and what are the things that you can do to reach those goals. So I think that will be very important for all of our clients as well. So basically, like in, in many, many other areas of financial decision making in your life, do your research, do your planning first, avail yourself of all these resources, because there's no, there's no one size fits all insurance that's right for everyone. Just like there's no financial product, well, very few that are one size fits all for everyone. Make sure you know your needs in order to pick the right product, whether it's an insurance plan or rider for your insurance plan. Well, thanks, Kelvin and Navin, for being on the show. Thank you for your time. Thanks. Thank you. 
Well, that's a wrap for this episode of Money Hacks. We hope you like these latest tips on insurance brought to you by OCBC Bank in this episode. Please subscribe to Money Hacks on Apple's podcast app, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and like and rate us. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg. Any financial or investment information in this podcast is for use in Singapore only and is intended to be for your general information. Any particular investment or decision should only be made after consulting with a fully qualified financial advisor. Music